Good morning, I'm Pastor Gillespie from St. John Evangelical Lutheran Church and School Sherman Center, Random Lake, Wisconsin. It is December 2nd, 2020. This is our Congregation of Prayer, Guide for Daily Meditation and Prayer. And uh, I'm streaming here from church, so pardon if uh, things get a little hiccupy, but so it is. Let's begin. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. <clears throat> Say our memory verse together. From childhood you have known the Holy Scriptures, which are able to make you wise through faith which is in Christ Jesus. 2 Timothy 3, verse 15. Our psalm is Psalm 101. I will sing of the steadfast love and justice. To you, O Lord, I will make music. I will ponder the way that is blameless. Oh, when will you come to me? I will walk with integrity of heart within my house. I will not set before my eyes anything that is worthless. I hate the work of those who fall away. It shall not cling to me. A perverse heart shall be far from me. I will know nothing of evil. Whoever slanders his neighbor secretly I will destroy. Whoever has a haughty look and an arrogant heart I will not endure. I will look with favor on the faithful in the land that they may dwell with me. He who walks in the way that is blameless shall minister to me. No one who practices deceit shall dwell in my house. No one who utters lies shall continue before my eyes. Morning by morning I will destroy all the wicked in the land, cutting off all the evildoers from the city of the Lord. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Our first reading today um, again, these are readings that pertain to this evening's evening prayer service, so you get to hear them in advance. Maybe we'll talk about, a little bit about them. Uh, it's from John chapter 2. So the Jews answered and said to him, What sign do you show to us since you do these things? Jesus answered and said to them, Destroy the temple, and in three days I will raise it up. Then the Jews said, It has taken forty-six years to build this temple, and will you raise it up in three days? but he was speaking of the temple of his body. Therefore, when he had risen from the dead, his disciples remembered that he had said this to them, and they believed the scripture and the word which Jesus had said. There ends the reading. And then our reading uh, for preaching this evening will be from Acts chapter 17. Now, while Paul waited for them at Athens, his spirit was provoked within him when he saw that the city was given over to idols. Therefore he reasoned in the synagogue with the Jews and with the Gentile worshippers, and in the marketplace daily with those who happened to be there. Then certain Epicurean and Stoic philosophers encountered him, and some said, 
What does this babbler want to say? Others said, He seems to be a proclaimer of foreign gods, because he preached to them Jesus and the resurrection. And they took him and brought him to the Areopagus, saying, May we know what this new doctrine is of which you speak, for you are bringing some strange things to our ears. Therefore we want to know what these things mean. For all the Athenians and the foreigners who were there spent their time in nothing else but either to tell or to hear some new thing. Then Paul stood in the midst of the Areopagus and said, Men of Athens, I perceive that in all things you are very religious. For as I was passing through and considering the objects of your worship, I even found an altar with this inscription, To the unknown God. Therefore the one whom you worship without knowing, him I proclaim to you, God, who made the world and everything in it, since he is Lord of heaven and earth, does not dwell in temples made with hands, nor is he worshipped with men's hands as though he needed anything, since he gives to all life, breath, and all things. And he has made from one blood every nation of men to dwell on all the face of the earth, and has determined their pre-apportioned time, appointed times, and the boundaries of their dwellings, so that they should seek the Lord, in the hope that they might grope for him and find him, though he is not far from each one of us. For in him we live and move and have our being, as also some of your own poets have said, for we are his, also his offspring. Therefore, since we are the offspring of God, we ought not to think that the divine nature is like gold or silver or stone, something shaped by art and man's devising. Truly, these times of ignorance God overlooked, but now commands all men everywhere to repent, because he has appointed a day on which he will judge the world in righteousness by the man whom he has ordained. He has given assurance of this to all by raising him from the dead. And when they heard, of the resurrection of the dead, some mocked, and while others said, We will hear you again on this matter. So Paul departed from them. However, some men joined him and believed, among them Dionysius the Areopagite, a woman from Damaris, and others with them. All right, there ends the reading. So our uh, midweek Advent service this year, the theme um, will have to do with the sanctity of life, the holiness of life. Um, and it's holy in that life has been set apart by God. Life is given by God. As you see Paul clearly say here, um, nor is he worshipped with man's hands as though he needed anything, since he gives to all life, breath, and all things. Right? So think of the first article. Uh, He gives me clothing and shoes, food and drink, house and home, wife and children, land, animals, and all I have. Right? Luther reflects on that. But your very life is a gift from God. Now, um, this is in contrast, as you'll hear in the sermon this evening, this is in contrast um, with those of these philosophers, these Epicurean and these Stoic philosophers, um, because they see life as um, chance, as a gift maybe, um, but not a gift received from God, but um, just a gift in the sense that you have it, right, um, and that you should treasure it. Um, but think of the, the famous Stoic um, maxim, memento mori, remember um, you will die. Remember, you are dying, right? 
Now, in contrast to that Stoic um, position or the Epicurean position, which says, eat, drink, and be merry for tomorrow we die, they're both, and, and this is the case with every natural religion, every religion of man, uh, and every philosophy of man is one of death. And uh, we actually tend to worship death as, as creatures. I know that seems a little stark or harsh to say, um, but think about it this way, uh, in, in regards to, say, COVID-19, and the way that um, the conversation is always about how many people are hospitalized, how many people have died. What have you done to prevent your death? What have you prevented, done to prevent uh, getting COVID-19 so that you die, don't die? Of course, the likelihood of you dying from COVID-19, unless you're um, elderly or have uh, significant pre-existing conditions, uh, what do they call them, comorbidities, um, is very, very low, 0.007%, something like that, right? Um, but the conversation is always about death, 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 not about life and not about living, right? And so much so that we've actually destroyed the livelihood of some, right? Think small businesses. Uh, we've taken away their life to help them prevent death. <laughs> uh, it actually doesn't make sense. It's counterintuitive. It's backwards. Um, it's because of this almost cultic worship of death or fear of dying. And instead of that, uh, what Paul presents here is a God who is a God of, of, who lives, who is risen from the dead and will and provide life now. Um, but even more so, we can live in light of the promise of the resurrection of the dead, his assurance to this to all by raising him from the dead, and we too will be raised from the dead. Right? So Christians, the Christian church is not a death cult. We don't, yes, we speak of death, we speak of how we died to sin, but we follow quickly with we've been raised to new life in Christ. And that's really, um, when we talk about the sanctity of life, we're talking about how we consider um, all life worth living because it's all been given to us by God. And it's God who makes and sustains and preserves life, right? Not our own efforts or strength, but rather God's effort and strength for us on our behalf, right? Um, granting us healing, granting us skill, technology, um, protecting us from disease and other things, right? Uh, and then ultimately, um, we don't worship death because um, our proclamation every time we gather is, I believe in the resurrection of the body and the life everlasting, right? So this is in contrast to the Epicureans, the Stoics, really in contrast to um, the atheistic or agnostic religions of our day and philosophies of our day, which everything's about avoiding death rather than living and living in the life, living the life that God has given. All right, so sanctity of life. We'll talk more about that tonight. Let's confess the second petition of the Lord's Prayer, thy kingdom come. What does this mean? The kingdom of God certainly comes by itself without our prayer, but we pray in this petition that it may come uh, to us also. How does God's kingdom come? God's kingdom comes when our Heavenly Father gives us his Holy Spirit, so that by his grace we believe his holy word and lead godly lives here in time and there in eternity. What is the third petition? Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. What does this mean? The good and gracious will of God is done even without our prayer, but we pray in this petition that it may be done among us also. How is God's will done? God's will is done when he breaks and hinders every evil plan and purpose of the devil, the world, and our sinful nature, which do not want us to hallow God's name nor let his kingdom come, and when he strengthens and keeps us firm in his word and faith until we die. 
This is his good and gracious will. We pray. Heavenly Father, your kingdom comes to us when wherever the gospel of Jesus is preached and his sacraments administered. Through these gifts, you give us your Holy Spirit and create faith in our hearts. We give thanks to you for these gifts. We give thanks to you for the promise that Jesus will come again in glory on the last day to give us all the fullness of his kingdom. Forgive us for failing to pray for the coming of your kingdom. By your word and spirit, reign in our hearts and in your church. Through the promises of the gospel, continue to give us your Holy Spirit, so that by your grace we believe your holy word and lead godly lives here in time and forever after in eternity. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Third petition, Heavenly Father, your good and gracious will is to keep and preserve us in the true faith. Your good and gracious will is done without our prayer and does not depend upon us. For this we give you thanks. Forgive us for not trusting that you promised to preserve us in Christ. Break and hinder every evil plan and purpose of the devil, the world, and our sinful nature, which do not want us to hallow your name or let your kingdom come. Strengthen and keep us firm in your word and faith until we die. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. On this Wednesday we pray for marriage and family, that husbands and wives, parents and children live in ordered harmony according to the word of God. Pray for parents who must rear their children alone. Pray for our communities and neighborhoods. We pray that you give to all peoples concord and peace, that you preserve our land from discord and strife. You give our country your protection at every time of need. You direct and defend our president and all in authority, that you bless and protect our magistrates and all, pe- all our people. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. On this December 2nd, we rejoice with Jim, who celebrates his birthday, with Amy, who celebrates her baptism, with Franklin James, who rejoiced in the gift of baptism this past Sunday, with all those who are ill, recovering, or undergoing treatment, especially Marcella, Jan, Elsie, Ron, Marlene, Brad, Janet, and Timothy, Susan and Ken, Pastor, Sandy, Linda, Joan, and Ken, Roger, and our teacher, Penny. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. Pray for our homebound, Bev, David, Willis, and Janice, and Mickey. Pray for our mission of the month, place of refuge, and also the work of Sheboygan County Hispanic Outreach. For all this, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. Prayer collect for this week. Stir up your power, O Lord, and come, that by your protection we may be rescued from the threatening perils of our sins and saved by your mighty deliverance. For you live and reign with the Father and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. I thank you, my Heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, your dear Son, that you have kept me this night from all harm and danger, and I pray that you would keep me this day also from sin and every evil, that all my doings and life may please you. For into your hands I commit myself, my bo- commend myself, my body and soul and all things. Let your holy angel be with me, 
that the evil foe may have no power over me. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen. Prepare the royal highway, the King of Kings is near. Let every hill and valley, Aleppo, run appear. Then greet the King of glory, are told in sacred story, For he fulfills God's word. God's people see him coming, your own eternal king. All branches strewn before him, spread garments, shout and sing. God's promise will not fail you, no more shout out assail you. Hosanna to the Lord, for he fulfills God's word. Then fling the gates wide open to greet your promised king. Its tribute to should bring all then bow down before him, all nations now adore him, cause to the Lord, for he fulfills God's word. Is no earthly kingdom, it comes from heaven above. His rule is peace and freedom, and justice, truth, and love. So let your praise be sounding, for mine is so abounding, All right, that concludes our congregation of prayer for today, December 2nd, 2020. So glad to have you with us here this morning. Hopefully that was a helpful preparation for you. 
for our service tonight of evening prayer, uh, streaming live at 7 p.m., God willing. I say God willing because uh, it was streaming all right this morning, and now it's kind of tanked again. So um, it doesn't seem like our provider is ever going to be able to resolve this issue for us. So there it is. You get what you get. Uh, God willing, you can hear, and uh, you will tomorrow as well. Lord be with you all, and we'll see you again soon.